2: Never had a so good, sports radio. I am Princess Cooper, and it's time for the professional contributors with my co-host, Duck Riley, and also Tim Moore. Duck is still not in the system yet, so let me say hello to Tim Moore. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing fine, Princess. How are you?
2: Doing really good. Really good. Thank you for being on. I'll go ahead and welcome in Doc Basil. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, good evening. How's everybody doing? Doing well. good. Doing good. Thank you for asking. Carlos Bradley, welcome to the show, sir.
0: Good to be here. Thank you.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Great to have you. Will Harris, welcome to the show, sir. Good evening. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing, doing good. Well. Doing good. Thank you, Will Harris. All right. Long, tall, light-skinned brother. How are you, sir?
3: I'm good. What's up, fam? Glad to be here. What's up? <laughs> thank you. Love thank being you, with you. you. Yeah, love it.
2: <laughs> awesome All right While we're waiting on Duck I'm going to go ahead And ask the question again I'm really hoping This hour We can kind of keep um, Our answers brief We have about We have 90 minutes though, But we got a lot I want to talk about And I'll start with this While Duck is um, Still not in the system And I'll start with you Larry too. So your thoughts about um, Deshaun Watson Being cleared um, By the doctors oh. But um, You know And Brady Quinn Kind of calling him out And where he is now um, and let's take yeah. about a minute or so. I don't want to take up all of my time on this, but I really want to get okay. everybody's um, thoughts on this. Larry Tisdale.
3: You know, Athletic, This is a business, and uh, whoever runs the business wants the best product out there. I, I think players know their bodies better than anybody else. We have seen time after time uh, where medical uh, have given the wrong advice and players have gone out and injured themselves or further in their life. I think Deshaun is a competitor. I think he wants to win. And if he felt right, I think he would ball. Um, For Brady Quinn to sit on the sideline, again, well, he's just trying to make a name for himself. That's unfortunate. But I believe Deshaun, if if Deshaun wants to play and he's healthy, he wants to play. I think that's with most athletes. Uh, I think there are a few athletes that we could say that don't have that, that passion. I don't see Deshaun as one of them. Yeah. Me either, um, for sure.
2: Before I get Carlos Bradley in here, let me welcome Duck Raleigh to the show. Welcome, sir.
4: Hey, Princess.
2: <laughs> you needed a little break, sir? Uh, oh, yeah. Tim, and I, Tim and I showed up. You had to go and exhale. <laughs> All right. All right, Carlos Bradley, your thoughts um, about Deshaun Watson? Well,
0: this young man is going to continue, I think to have a checkered career because something is just not right here. I mean, we, I don't need to go into everything that happened in Texas and then the dirty money when you come to Cleveland with, with that whole thing. It is something just odd about him. I mean, and I, I've watched him closely as a player, and something just doesn't sit well. Um, I do agree that he's a competitor, but, but it's something in him. Like two, game, two or three games ago, he got two personal fouls on grabbing defensive players' face masks and, and, like, very open in the open field. Odd behavior for a quarterback. But his demeanor is almost like he feels he deserves something else, something that somebody else is not getting or being treated a certain way. Um, I don't think he's ever going to pan out to be the star we thought or think he could be. But, you know, I I still – he's a brother. I still wish him the best, uh, you know, in his endeavors.
2: Okay. Um, will Harris, your thoughts?
5: Yeah, I think when the minute he signed that fully guaranteed uh contract, the first one to get one of those, I think the Microsoft was going to be on him and everything he does. I don't think he was ever the player the right player to get that contract. I mean, he's a good quarterback, don't get me wrong, but I mean, he's not one of the – I don't consider him like one of the elite, top-tier guys in the league that you would expect to be the first one to get that contract. So I just think this is all part of the microscope being on him uh, now with his injuries. I mean, he's a year and a half into the new deal with Cleveland now. doesn't look like it's working out. I don't think he's ever going to live up to that type of contract, the fully guaranteed deal he got. So I'm mean, not expect to see uh, more and more criticism until he starts to live up to it.
6: Doc, you know, I'm not sure about Deshaun. I think, like like everyone said, you know, he's competitive, and you know, maybe he wasn't the person necessarily to get that contract. Um, but you know, I, I I wonder if it's a situation that you know the 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 type of player he was prior to forcing his, his his way out of Houston that now. It's almost like he, I guess, he realizes after you know, I guess, almost two-year layoff, he's not that player anymore. He maybe he's trying to reconcile with himself that you know where I thought I was, and I I don't really have it anymore. So, and maybe that frustration is making lashing out. And like Carlos said, with the personal foul, the face mask, he's just he's just you know sometimes you just trying to figure things out, and you don't really know how how to get to where you want to be. Wow. And, and just amongst us, I mean, it's just been
2: every, most of y'all have had so many different answers here. I'm rooting for the comeback. That's the best thing I can say. Tim, your, 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 your thoughts about this on this show, and, and then Doug, bring it on home.
1: Yeah, I, I guess uh, some of the guys, with the exception of Larry, a little more um, uh, down on this time than I am. Uh, three years ago, he was the best quarterback in the league. Um, he had better stats than anybody. Um, and, um, so I have difficulty believing that he in, you know, that length of time has lost it. I just think, um, that he hasn't gotten back in rhythm yet. And, uh, this injury, uh, I think, uh, Larry mentioned, uh, you know, that athletes know their bodies a lot better than anybody else. I I think even though he's been cleared medically, he knows and he picks up on something that he's always been able to do that he can't do now, uh, that's bothering him physically, and uh, because I don't think there's any lack of, uh, of, of competitor in him uh, that's at, at play here. I think uh, I think he's not right, and he wants to be 100% when he gets on the field. that
4: Yeah, you know, two things. One, I, I agree with everything Tim is saying, and the second thing is. Uh, Will was talking about, and and also Doc mentioned that he shouldn't get that, you know, maybe he shouldn't have got the money. But I I agree with that. I think Geno Smith should have got that money. All right. (laughs) Oh,
2: (laughs) Lord. Thank you, Tim. This is one time. Say it again, Tim. Oh,
3: Lord. (laughs) Before we move on, Princess, the NFL does not do players favors. Unless there's something behind it, he he got that money for a reason. Whether he, gets, he, yeah, he, sure. he deserves it or not, there was something going on—hush money, whatever you want to call it—for him to be paid that deal. It was gambling. exactly. This was part
0: of the whole deal: out of Houston, and into Cleveland, and be quiet. Just do what we said do, and just carry on. And we're gonna get your money, and be quiet, and. See that's the different treatment. His problem is between his ears. That's what I think the real problem is, not physical ability to perform. The problem is between the chemistry.
3: Yeah, something may be going on. I think somebody mentioned something, maybe some chemistry issues going on there, and it it just seems to be frustration.
2: Yeah, I mean, as as a quarterback to grab to get two personal fouls, grabbing defensive players, I, I think he's. I don't know. I don't want to call him the angry black man, but we're going to move on. But, you know, I think Brady Quinn needs to be quiet, considering his performance or non-performance or level (laughs) that he got to in in the NFL. All right, Duck.
5: All right.
4: Uh, I want to stay with Carlos. Carlos, let's talk about that top five. Uh,
0: Top five. All right. I'm going with Ohio State. I'm going to be on a strength of schedule over Georgia second, Florida State, Washington playing strong, Oregon, wow, really playing strong against Utah, at number five, and I may never put Ale- I may never put Michigan in the top ten again after their cheating uh, incident going on.
2: That's
0: <laughs> But I don't like save them it, anyway.
4: Save it. <laughs> All right. You, you got, trying. What
3: you got, Larry? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm listening. to I'm waiting <laughs> for Exiles music. I'm sorry. Um,
2: I'm going to have to get that in here. <laughs> we got to get
3: that, Roy. I got Georgia number one. Although they still haven't been up and down this year. I don't think there's any real dominant teams this year, which kind of throws things off, like they've had in the past. Which I kind of like the, the parody. I got Ohio State number two, which I think, when they're clicking, they're the best team in football. I, I'm not a huge fan of Michigan, but they played well. Let's see what they do uh, coming up. Florida State has creeped up into my top four. Washington, I got number five. I don't know if their defense can uh, play in that kind of a playoff system, though, but they deserve to be there. Okay.
5: Uh, Will? Yeah, I'm going to go Georgia number one. I'll keep Michigan at number
1: two. We'll go Florida State three, Ohio State four, and Washington at five. All right. Uh, Tim. Yeah, mine still hasn't changed. Uh, I've got Georgia at number one. Uh, I've got Michigan at number two. They've been the most dominant team in the league, in the country, even though they haven't played anybody at all. Uh, Then Florida State, who I think is a really good football team, um, uh, Washington at number four, and Ohio State at number five. Okay, Uh, Francis.
2: Every time Tim says Florida State, he says, who I think is one of the most, you know, talented, (laughs) real, every time. He doesn't miss the opportunity. (laughs) Um, Because I've seen the light, I have Georgia at one, um, Ohio State two, (laughs) Michigan three, Oregon four, and FSU five. Okay, Doc.
4: A traveling doc. Way to come back, doc, with a victory for us. All right. Go ahead, doc. Yeah,
6: yeah, I got Georgia number one. I got Ohio State number two, Florida State number three, and then I got Washington four, and then Michigan round out five. Okay. Stay right
4: with you, doc. Let's let's talk about that Duke and Louisville game if you were able to see it.
6: Um, I saw some of the highlights. Uh, you know, obviously, we talked several weeks ago. Uh, Louisville is a good team, especially at home. But and then, you know, they got up on the Blue Devils early, and you know, kind of never looked back. But you know, Riley struggled, and you know, really couldn't get on track. And you know, it was it was a I don't know if it was such an impressive win, but by, by Louisville it was more just um, you know discouraging you know, Duke, the way Duke plays. I think you know, they lost in that last couple of games, and just I think they're just kind of run out of steam a little bit.
4: All right, if right. guys, if you're not on, uh, please uh, mute your phone because we got a lot of background noise. So uh, want that to might
6: come be me. Pardon me. I said it might be me. And I'm we... at the airport still. Oh, okay. Well, still at the it's, airport. It's, it's, uh look, traveling
4: guy. Pre- <laughs> Don't forget your gloves. Look, if it's a mountaineer <laughs> thing, it's okay. All right, precious. Uh,
2: wow. Okay, all right, I'll go along with that for Doc. You know, I thought Duke would show up better than this, Um, and it wasn't like it was a dominating, but I don't think Duke scored in this game. So, you know, kudos to Louisville. I I thought it would be closer.
1: All right, Tim. Man, that slam dunk at the buzzer was just incredible. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, Duke did not show up, um, and Louisville played uh, pretty strong football. I, I'm not sure that they're uh, the caliber of the top uh, seven or eight teams in the country, but uh, they looked really good against the lackluster Duke performance. Okay.
5: Uh, Will? Yeah, really dominant performance from uh, Louisville. I like their uh, run game. They played good defense. I think it's similar to what we saw against Notre Dame. But, I mean, if they were just more consistent, I mean, I would think they'd be one of the favorites to win the ACC. But, you know, they had that letdown a week ago. They had big wins over two ranked teams and Notre Dame and Duke. I mean, who's the real Louisville team right now? So, I mean, right now it looks like it's going to be them and Florida State. So, let's see if they can be more consistent and finish the year strong. Okay. Carlos.
0: Louisville was very impressive. Um, I thought the Louisville coach was funny when he responded to C- Steve Smith saying, uh, "Louisville was a basketball school," and uh, oh. so he he said, "We we do more than just play basketball here." But Duke, you know, they they never seem to get on track. Um, what they don't have, just like Colorado, they don't have enough depth to keep playing on and on um, into the fourth quarter and so forth. But seemed like they just got worn down.
3: Okay. Larry? Yeah, uh, I think Tim said it. They just came out flat. They, they laid one this game. I don't think they're that bad, and I'm not sure. And, again, Louisville didn't, like, completely dominate them and put a 50-60 on them. Um, I think, again, I think Duke came out with a little flat momentum change, and once the momentum changed, uh, again, I don't think they have the team. I don't think they have the team or the depth to come back from something like that. Um, it's, it'll be interesting to see if Louisville can run with the big dogs in Florida, uh, Florida State rather. Um, and I'm not sure they can yet. I think Florida State a step above. I want to stay right with
4: you, guys. Uh, Oregon and Utah.
3: Man, what a, what a disappointment. Um, I've been on Utah's bandwagon for years. I think that they, they're coached well. I think they have a great program, not just great teams. They just came out flat, and I didn't think that it, they needed some quarterback play, and they did not get any quarterback play. Once they didn't get that, and the, the, again, that ball started rolling downhill. It was really over. I was really surprised to see them not make a, 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 a comeback, though. I thought that they would at least fill you know, some of their pedigree and, and fight did not see that from me. So that was very disappointing. So, yeah, I was very surprised that I didn't. All right,
0: Tim?
1: I'm sorry, Duck. I was running my mouth. Um, The the word, the word mollywop comes to mind. (laughs) They got crushed. (laughs) They got crushed. Um, Strong performance by Oregon. Um, they're, They're... playing very good football. Uh that's about all I've got to say about it. All right, President.
2: Utah did not get in the end zone. They had two field goals in the first half, didn't score in the second half. I thought Oregon looked good.
4: All right, Doc.
6: So I think this is the first time that Utah rising right, to as was mentioned, they, their offense wasn't good at all. It was a total dominance by the Ducks. Um, I mean, I thought the Utah would show. I mean, game day was there and everything. They may have needed yeah. to get a pep talk from Steve Smith, their former alum. They just didn't get it done. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, Carlos.
6: <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, we've been riding Utah's uh, bandwagon for a while, and they – they really didn't show up here. I mean, they couldn't get their running game together to kind of set up their limited passing game, so the quarterback never really got got anything going at all. Um, and Oregon just played strong, tough D, ran the ball well, uh, just just dominant. Oregon's looking good, no matter which helmet they wear.
5: Why, <laughs> well. I mean, Oregon just beat Utah at their own game. When you think of Utah, you think of being physical in the trenches and out-muscling and dominating up front. Oregon seems to be that team this year. They got a good defense, I think. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, But
5: for that one game where I thought Lanning kind of could have made some different calls, I mean, they'd be in the driver's seat right now. So um, credit to Oregon. I think them and Washington are looking like the top two teams in the Pac-12. Okay. Uh, Stay with your Will. Let's talk about – Georgia, and, and Florida? Well, I mean, at first it looked like it was going to be a competitive game, but, I mean, I think Georgia just established dominance after that. You see Browers go down, but now you got other guys step up, like McConkie, these other receivers. Where they finally get their run game going. Carson Beck, uh, finally looking like he's going to be the real deal. I mean, we've been asking for Georgia to step it up and show, you know, that the defending champ been number one, looked like the number one team. In the country, for once, I think they finally put it all together and started to dominate like we expected them to
0: okay uh Carlos Georgia looked like Georgia. I mean we have been waiting for them to show out this year and look like the strong dominant team that they've been the last couple of years, and they finally did it um they just they took it out on Florida, the most points scored in the Last couple of years, I think, against Florida. So kudos to, to Georgia, showing up. Larry? <sighs>
4: Georgia did
3: what they were supposed to do. Um, they came in, and unfortunately, Florida, after that first drive, just disappeared and had no. Uh, I, it was disappointing to see no fight. I thought this would go back and forth at home. It was the perfect game for them to come out and they could not muster up anything, Nothing, no consistency on offense, yes. no consistency on defense. Uh, Carson Beck had a great game. I think he's an average quarterback. Um, but, but when you play on a team with as much talent as he has in the coaching, you look uh, you know—you look like you could be in New York at the end of the year. But uh, I'd like to see somebody fight them back and uh, see how uh, Georgia would respond at that point. But they took it to Florida. Okay.
6: Uh, uh, Doc. You know, I, I agree with everyone saying about Georgia. I, I think the, the bigger thing, and I'm sorry, Princess, is, is Florida. I mean, when I think about Florida, you know, the rich, rich history of how well they've played in national championships, and it, it, it's, it's, it's uh, a little unsettling that there's, there was such a disparity between Georgia and Florida when they should be the same. So I think it was more kind of an in indictment of Florida than in Georgia this game.
1: Okay, uh Tim. Yeah, big big talent gap. I I agree with uh with Doc, uh or uh, 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 was it Will or Doc just both. Uh that's who I I agree with them. I think it was a big big talent gap there. Uh and um and Georgia was on their game. It was it was great performance. All right, Princess. Hmm.
2: You saved me for last. I don't have anything to say. Big talent gap. Okay, I'll agree with that one. It it looked bad, (laughs) and I thought Georgia probably looked um, the best this year. After the first drives and a couple other um, true signs, I turned the game. Um, But that's the most points I think Georgia has scored on Florida in about 10 years. So um, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm now relegated to waiting for next year.
4: Uh, I hate staying right with you, Princess. Colorado and UCLA.
2: You know, Duck, um, I, I think there was the number seventy five at every position on the offensive line <laughs> for Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um I i I felt bad for Shadur Sanders. They they really had no answer. And and I and I said to Rev, um and I don't I, maybe I text you duck, but there were grown men on the UCLA's defensive side. And they dominated, and they exposed everything that was wrong with Colorado, and the, and that is the offensive line. And there are other things. I don't know if that was targeting um, with Shiloh. I, I thought that was a little lower than targeting, but what do I know? But um, uh, what did Coach Prime say is that um, I'm painting a picture of new linemen or something like that. We need new linemen. That's the big picture, and we're going to go get some. Um and that was it. Um I'm surprised that in the end Colorado had sixteen points. But UCLA has themselves a de- defense, um and, and they scored enough points to win. I I felt bad for Shador.
4: Well, uh I think Press next week they're gonna let the guy snap the ball sideways like we did in Stanley.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <You> well <laughs> know between but... your legs the guy next to you. <laughs> yeah.
4: But anyway, all right, Will, your thoughts, UCLA, Colorado.
5: Yeah, it's one of the worst offensive line performances I've seen, just difficult to watch. I thought Shador uh, played well considering the amount of pressure he was under. I mean, Travis Hunter, I mean, look at him at uh, cornerback, big bounce that game for him. Uh, He looks like he can be a – I mean, at some point, he's going to to figure out when he goes to the NFL, which position is he going to play? He had two big interceptions, but as far as the O-line goes, I mean, one thing to need new players next year, but what are they going to do this year? I mean, if the door keeps taking hits like that, I mean, I question whether he'll even finish the season on his feet. So, I mean, can you incorporate more screen passes, draw plays, roll out, move the pocket a little bit just to get through this season and then get back to the drawing board and recruit next year, but the offensive coordinator needs some blame for this as well, because I mean, it's, he has to deal with what he has to deal with, and just getting his quarterback hit like that's just not acceptable. Well, uh, I want to
4: ask, uh, come to Carlos, and that's Carlos. Uh, it was—is it true that uh, Colorado's Lima said that that UCLA knew the snap count?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but it—it it didn't look like it made a difference. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> UCLA was rotating eight defensive linemen, and it's just it's just too much depth that just keeps coming at you, and that seems to be the reoccurring problem for Colorado, depth in particular, particularly line play, offense and defensive line play. So, I mean, I didn't expect them to win. I I thought they put up a good fight. Um, like Will said, the quarter Shador needs to. Have quicker plays on offense, but what I saw, they were doing that. They had bubble screens, they had quick, you know, quick screens. They had slants. They were doing that stuff, but then they tried their shots downfield, and with the sorry offensive line, they can only run but so much. So they're in a tough spot.
4: I hate lying. you hear what Carlos said, bubble screen, but yeah. the bubble. It bursted before you could get it started. But anyway, what's your thought? Yeah,
3: they are in a pickle. I don't know the last time that I've seen, and, and you know, they did replays and the announcers were jumping on a line, offensive line that that was bad, that bad. Um, they didn't know the assignments. They didn't want to be physical. Uh, there was nothing. Uh, you could tell they were not Division One football players. I know they had the size and some of those things like that. Now the defense, they just wore them down. Um, the defense probably can maintain and play in games the time. This was about depth. Chador, hopefully, again, I think uh, Carlos said it. It looked like they tried to get rid of the ball quickly. He just couldn't. I think there were two seconds or under two seconds to get rid of the ball. So that's not enough time to, for anything. Um, I hope he doesn't get hurt. I'm still rooting for him. I'm sure he's taking receipts but he needs to get some offensive linemen and defense, uh, defense in there for them to be able to compete. I thought it was a three-year project, and it seems to be panning out that way.
4: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be three years, Larry, but they're, they're going to get okay. the people in there. But the thing is, with uh, coming to you, Doc, uh, were, were you shocked that UCLA didn't have to play line games with Colorado's
6: offensive line? No, I mean you know the game was a little bit choppy kind of early on, but as everyone's mentioned, the you know Colorado's offensive line was you know porous to say the least, um, and it didn't give Shador that much time to kind of really do anything, and you know they can't run the ball at all, so without uh, without the passing game, they have you know no chance, um, and you know it's it's, it's a little bit uh, disappointing too because. From that game and, you know, that past few games, I think they're in jeopardy being bowl eligible now. So with all the fans starting out, I don't know if they're going to make a bowl. Yeah. Uh,
4: coming coming to you, Tim, uh, Tim, usually at, you get an offensive lineman. He can either run block or he can pass protect. I've never seen the offensive line that couldn't do either one. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, they are pretty bad though. You you're you're right. Um they and I think what we're finding out is that the, the TCU and Nebraska wins weren't as impressive as we thought they were. And and Colorado State is an average football team as well. Um but um uh, I like their skill position talent. Uh but you're you're right, their lines I think Carlos said both on, on both sides. Their lines are just bad. Um and it's gonna take take a little time. They are they're they're a better team than they were last year, but they're they still got a ways to go, and uh, I, I think it might have been uh, might have been Will that said it, uh, you know you know they 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 got help on the way, but you know you send sent for that dinghy, uh, you know but the, but the ship is uh, is leaking now, uh, so what are you going to do for the rest of the rest of the season, and uh, I worry about the rest of their year.
4: Yeah, Larry, I, I mean, uh, doc, look, Tim, uh, it's surprising that we, we are laughing at about 78. And, dog, if he wasn't on the right side, he had been getting killed on the left side. They hit him on the right side with uh, like he was at the airport, you know, flagging the airplanes <laughs> in and stuff, man.
1: They're
4: trying to hide
2: him. <laughs> like but dead. the fact, the fact that he's still playing and they're switching him oh. to the other side means they're desperate. They don't have anybody else. What does that say? You yeah, know, Prince. Um,
4: if that's the case, Prince they should have went with just four linemen.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow.
4: He's
2: the
3: turnstile.
1: Right. It's on you, Tim. Okay, guys, let's look at uh, this week's games uh, right quick. And uh, I'd like to get your uh, your opinions on uh, what's going to happen here. Uh, let's start with, uh, with Carlos. Uh, we've got Kansas State and Texas, which uh, looks like it's lining up to be uh, perhaps a preview, of, you know, depending on what Oklahoma does, of the uh, Big 12 championship
0: game. Yeah, they're both coming off big wins. Um, I mean, K-State looks strong. Uh, in, in their game, they had a shutout, and Texas looked just equally as strong. Um, but I, I'm i looking for Texas to come through in the big game. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, Will, what are you thinking? Uh, Kansas State and Texas. Kansas State's been surprising. Well, I guess maybe not surprisingly, but they're very good. Yeah, I mean, they played well. But
5: I think I'm going to go with um,
1: Texas this year. I think they're
5: going to finish uh, strong. I like how they're – uh, backup quarterback played last week. We'll see if he gets another shot at it this year or they go with Ewers. But either way, I'm going to take Texas in this
1: one. Uh, Doc, what are you thinking? Uh, Texas and uh, Kansas
6: State. Yeah, I mean, I think Kansas State obviously had a good win beating down Houston, but, you know, Houston's not that good. And um, going to Austin, um, I think, especially with uh, Oklahoma losing, that kind of gave kind of give Texas a little boost. So I got Texas in this one. Yeah.
1: Uh, Princess, what are you what are you thinking? Uh, Kansas State and uh, uh, Texas. Texas.
2: Well, Oklahoma beats Texas, and then Kansas beats Oklahoma. So let's see what happens in this one. But I'm definitely going to pick Texas at at home, um, um, and maybe that a lot of emotion spent by Kansas State.
1: So, but I'm going to pick Texas. Uh, Larry Tisdale, we thought Texas was one of the best teams in the country when they beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. But uh, you know, there's,
3: there's questions as to
1: whether they're going to win their conference. What are you thinking against Kansas State?
3: This is them, you know. For the Past two years, they're they're just up and down team. You don't know who's going to show up, and they have as much talent on their team as anybody in America. They do. So I'm they not don't. sure why they don't get that. I don't. I'm not sure why they don't get that, and it's not seen on on film. Um. I think K-State puts up a, a, a heck of a fight, but ultimately I think Texas does the bring it home. And I think Princess Mitch was, uh mentioned with the uh, loss from Oklahoma. I think that they prevail in this one. Um, but I'm not sure. Let's, let's see Texas after this week. I think this is the one that they'll be up for, but let's see after this.
1: Okay. Let me stay – oh, no, Duck. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts, uh, Texas and Kansas State? Well, I got the first one with the... – people from K-State
4: last year, but uh, I'm going with Horns Dam.
1: Okay. All righty. Let me stay with you, Doug. <sighs> um, <laughs> uh, Notre Dame, uh, who's who's having a pretty good season uh, playing against the Clemson team, and Dabo, who doesn't even like his five-star quarterback. Well, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to take uh, Notre
4: Dame because Dabo said he thinks he might have to go into the transfer portal this coming year. <laughs> sure.
1: Okay. Carlos, what, do you, what are you thinking, man? Clemson, um, you know, oh, how the mighty have fallen uh, against Notre Dame.
0: Well, just like you said, the mighty have fallen. Clemson doesn't really look like Clemson. They've been more down than up this year. Um, I don't really know, you know, one game, pass game, what kind of game they're really going to bring. So I, I think Notre Dame will prevail. They've been putting their thing together pretty good, running the ball well. Sam Hartman's showing up uh, more times than not. So I'm going with Notre Dame here. Okay,
1: uh, Larry. um Dabo doesn't like his five-star quarterback that he recruited. He's, he's saying that the guy's trying to be
3: a hero instead of running the plays. You know, I've, I've followed it. You know, Dabo's fallen out of favor with me. It probably started, which I, I didn't think he uh, wanted to take care of his players with COVID. I had some issues. And, again, I think we've talked about this. It looks like that team, something's going on on the sidelines. But with that being said, they're playing at home. I think it'll be a bounce-back game for them. But Notre Dame has to win this game if they want to stay in relevance with recruiting next year and even this year. Um, so I'm going to pick it up. It'd be an upset to me. I've got Notre Dame pulling this one out.
1: Okay, Will Harris, what do you, what do you think of Notre Dame and uh, Clemson? Yeah, I got uh, Notre Dame in this one. I think Clemson just hasn't
5: looked good this year. I think Dabo's stubbornness with the portal and NIL is going to be his uh, downfall. So I think Notre Dame wins big here.
1: Uh, Princess, you're down there in South Carolina. What are you hearing and what are you seeing?
2: Clemson fans have been riding high for quite some time. This has been very humbling. This whole season for them with four losses. Um, I've said all season that I've been rooting for – Marcus Freeman rooting for Notre Dame, um, and, and I think they take this one. Um, I think even even coming into Death Valley, I think Notre Dame wins this game. I'd be very I'd be very surprised if Dabble and, and the Tigers could do anything with this
1: and win. Okay, Doc, what are you what are you thinking? Uh, they're in Death Valley. Uh, Notre Dame seems to be resurgent. What do you think?
6: Yeah, I think um, like Princess said, I think these teams are kind of going in two different directions. I think the they're starting to unravel a little bit in Clemson. And I think, uh, you know, Notre Dame's had a couple of tough tough losses, but I think they're going to go into Death Valley and come out with the dub. Okay.
1: Let me stay with you. Uh, going into the season, LSU was talking about an SEC championship because they ended strong last year. But uh, they got their wings clipped really convincingly in the first game against Florida, Florida State. Um, I'm sorry. Um, what, what are you thinking about uh, LSU against Alabama? <laughs>
6: You know, I, I, I think that, that uh, I think that um you know, was it, last week, um with Alabama beating Tennessee, I think you now Alabama this is their uh you know, revenge tour. I think uh they're gonna get LSU um down there in Tuscaloosa.
1: Okay, Princess, uh let me come back to you. Um you know, they um We're talking LSU. We're talking big things at the beginning of the season, but they've kind of been, um, you know, who knows what. Um, They're going against Alabama, who seems to be resurgent.
2: We're in week 10 of college football, and LSU, Florida State, started um, kicked off Labor Day weekend. Um, But, you know, I I think Alabama at home is hard to beat. And when you have Nick Saban, um, I, I, I think he can turn around a half, obviously, He did that against Tennessee. So I'm going to take um, Nick Saban over um, Brian Kelly.
1: Okay. Carlos, uh, LSU was looking at big things coming into the season, but they haven't been as impressive. What what are you thinking in Alabama this week? Yeah. um,
0: Alabama's at home. LSU has has some team speed and quickness. That tends to give – Alabama problems, uh, particularly when you have a mobile quarterback, that gives them problems. But I think Alabama prevails. I think
1: Alabama wins. Okay, Larry. Gonzalez um, points out um, that LSU, like you said, uh, with Texas, always has Ooh. great talent. Um, but they've also got Chip. Ke- I mean, not Chip Kelly, but Brian um, Kelly, and yeah. uh, they're going well, to Alabama this week.
3: You're about right, Chip and, and the Kellys. Yeah, I'd put them all together. I don't like any the of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that his, uh, his southern voice uh, falls off this week, and I think they go in there and Alabama's going uh, to whoop them. I don't want uh, – Saban will come back. He's trying to make it back up into a, a playoff contention. And LSU has not shown enough consistency this year to show me that they could go down there and win. I do agree with their talent and but as we've seen, talent at this level just does not uh win without some uh, some coaching and some players believing and playing together.
1: Okay, Duck, uh, what what are you thinking? LSU and Alabama?
3: Nick
1: Satan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh I, I think Will uh Will Harris is the one that I haven't heard from. What do you think of Will? I got Alabama.
5: I've been impressed with uh Jenna
1: Millers Millows Jalen Milrow's improvement throughout the season. Yeah, he has gotten a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, let me stay with you, Will. Uh, last year, Missouri uh, had Georgia. Well, they they actually dominated the game, uh, and uh, Georgia came back and got them. Like I think in the last two minutes of the ball game, uh, had their first lead and won the game. Um, this year, they're going to play at Georgia. Uh, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I'm going to go with Georgia again and another close one this year. I've been impressed with Missouri uh, all year. They have a couple good wins. But I just think uh, Georgia's going to have too much for them. I think they'll wear them down in the trenches. Good defense. Um, I like how the skill players have stepped up. So I think it'll be Georgia and a nail-biter at home.
1: Okay, Doc, uh, you know, uh, Missouri has looked good this year. uh, And like I said, they dominated the game against Georgia last year. Georgia was lucky to get out of Columbia with that win. Uh, What do you think is going to happen in Athens?
6: Yeah, you're 100% right about last year. Um, and, you know, I think I have been kind of speaking on Missouri. I, I think, you know, it's one of those situations where I think about Missouri in the past and how they really haven't been that good. But, um, you know, this year they've definitely been impressive. But, you know, going to Georgia between the hedges, I, I think Georgia's going to have too much for them this year. Okay,
1: Carlos, what are your thoughts uh, down in Athens? Uh, you, I remember when you were in college, you won down there. But uh, what are you thinking uh, Missouri's got coming this Saturday?
0: Well, Missouri has shown a little more uh, versatility, usually, you know, three and a cloud of dust down there. But they've shown some more versatility, able to, to go up top a little bit more. But I think Georgia is going to remember last year, and mm-hmm. they're going to say, we're going to give it to you this year. I think
1: Georgia wins going away. Okay, Larry Tisdale, what are you thinking? Uh, They're playing in Athens. Uh, Missouri looks like a pretty solid football team. Uh, What are you expecting Saturday?
3: I I think they are. I think certain teams uh, give uh, other teams fit no matter what. Um, I I go back to, I think, Carlos would always say Indiana against Ohio State or, or Penn State. Yeah. And I think yeah. Mizzou is a talented, tough team. And as Carlos just mentioned, they have some athletes out there now. I haven't seen yeah. these type of athletes in Mizzou for a while now. Um, I think Mizzou goes down there, and I think Georgia's going to try to punch him in the face, and Mizzou just stands there. He's going to go back and <laughs> forth. I don't know if Mizzou can pull this one out. I think Georgia may pull this one out, but this is going to be a nail-biter. Wow, Georgia okay.
1: Uh, Precious, what, what are you thinking, uh,
3: Georgia and Missouri?
2: Um, I think I would pick Georgia anyway, but it being in Athens, um, Missouri may, may come out strong. I, I do think, though, that um, Georgia is one of those teams that makes adjustments look, look stronger in the second half. I think Georgia wins.
1: Duck, what are you thinking? Missouri, Duck, in uh, Georgia?
4: I agree with the majority of the people on here. I think it's going to be a very good game. Uh, I, it's just something about Missouri. uh and they they know each other pretty well. I think they match up a little bit better than we think. And uh, the, the coaches know each other, so I, I I think Georgia will win. But I think it'll be a good game.
1: Okay, on you duck.
4: All right. Uh, staying with you, Tim. What pro games did you watch this besides
1: the Jets? What other games did you watch? <laughs> I, I watched um, I watched <laughs> last night's game. Um, with San Diego, I still call them San Diego. Um, they looked really good to me, um, and I thought, you know, I thought all year that they're loaded with talent, um, but they finally put a game together last night. So uh, that was the one I was, I was really kind of watching kind of closely, and uh, real impressed with that. I saw the Cleveland Browns too, and uh, they let one get away. Okay, well.
4: There. Will, did you hear me?
2: Um Yeah, he's still on. Maybe he's um boarding or something like that, Doug. No, Will should be home, right? Um, oh no, Will has dropped. Five nine two eight. Will has
0: dropped. Okay.
2: I'm sorry. I'll
0: say it's all right. it uh, done. S- yes, sir. Uh I watched the charges. Beat up on the Bears, but that should have been expected. The Chargers have a lot of talent, and they just kind of played out that way. I watched the 49ers lose miserably to the Bengals. Um, Brock Purdy looked like he was still in concussion protocol, um,
3: yeah.
0: throw, throwing interceptions. Um, I watched Dow, I watched the Eagles – played poorly, and still win out of the annoying uh, Washington Commanders, but who really, really looked good was Dallas just pounding on the Rams. I mean, defensive touchdown, safety, block punt, four touchdowns by Dak. So they lining up for a good shootout with the Eagles
3: this coming Sunday.
0: Okay,
4: nice.
3: Yeah, you know, I hate to admit, you know, the way that Dallas looks they looked really good. Um, I watched uh, that San Fran game and watched them get dismantled. Um, I was a bit surprised uh, the way they, they were handled. Ingle came out and smashed them in the mouth. They had no answer for it whatsoever. But the real surprise was watching the Broncos play the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs looked like they had a misfire the entire game could not get on track, could not get a drive going, make some big plays, and then couldn't, you know, finalize the first downs or anything like that. I was able to watch the Eagles. Washington, the Eagles, and, and I, you know, I think Carr said, you know, we didn't look great. Uh, I expected that type of game when we went to play uh, Washington. They play us well every year. I think they got us last year. Oh, so to come out and win that game and play really well in the second half felt good. That next week against the Cowboys, the way the Cowboys played, is going to be one of their better games of the year. Okay. Uh, Doc?
6: Yeah, I watched that San Fran-Cincinnati game, and it looks like Cincinnati's starting to kind of click on all cylinders like they were expected to. Um, and San Francisco, you know, that's three games in a row they've lost. Uh, you know, their offense, uh, you know, as as, as uh, Carlos mentioned, red Purdy made be still in protocol, um, but you know without Debo, I think that that hurts them. But I think the bigger concern was kind of their defense. Uh, you know, as dominant they were against the Cowboys. They haven't really shown that. Um, and then last night I watched you know the Chargers and the Bears game. Um, I was you know excited to see uh, you know the local kid Tyson B- Bajans from uh, Shepherd to see what he can do up. I think he played pretty well considering the circumstances. You know, a couple of missteps with the uh, interceptions, but uh, you know, like Carlos mentioned, the, the talent that the Chargers had kind of played out because the Bears aren't that good. Okay, uh, Precious.
2: So I caught a little bit of the, of the Jets game, and I was just happy for for, for Tim. So, um, and then he, he comes on and says, you know, it still was a giant. So, he's, he was talking a little <laughs> <bad. laughs> trash. Um, but it wasn't. I watched, <laughs> I, I watched the, the, the 49ers. I, I was rooting for them. I thought that Kirk Cousins really made that offense. I mean, Kirk Cousins really made 49ers defense instruct them and made them look really inept. And I thought the same thing in some plays yesterday. Um, and, and the 49ers are sitting with um with three straight losses in, in the first one at home. I thought that Ross Purdy did not look well. And if he's going to be in concussion protocol and they rushed it at, at that point, just, just sit him out and, and recover um, for sure. Um, don't press him to come back like that. He did not look good. Um, and I, I watched the entire – um yeah, like Deshaun Watson. I watched the entire Dallas game. I was able to do that. Um without any um uh, uh, <laughs> ugly pressure yeah. like it is to watch the Gators and Michael Parsons. Um when they when they want to be, they've been off, but when they want to be, that that Dallas mm-hmm. defense is pretty good, um, for sure.
3: Okay. And is uh, it Eagles,
2: uh, Cowboys League oh, oh, coming oh, up? I'm, yeah, and Will is on. Will is on, I'm
3: sorry. Okay. Is it Cowboys? Oh, yeah. Is okay, Will,
5: what's happening? Yeah, I watched um, Panthers, Texans, Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud. It good to see Bryce get his first win, but they just got to do a better job of protecting him. He's taking way too many hits, especially for uh, a guy his size.
4: Okay, yeah. He's. Uh, they were watching the Colorado film, uh, Will. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, you, hey, you did Glenn, Glenn is on. Glenn says, did, did Glenn want to say something?
2: Glenn's dropped. He's not. No longer on. Um, okay. Hail to Pit, Glenn
1: Devoe. Hail to Pit. Uh, yeah, you, you said you Some, said it right. Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, somebody mentioned the Bengals, uh, and and they look real oh, yeah. good. They look like they're on the comp. Joe Burrow looks good. Okay.
4: All right. Uh, Tim, before you go, let's hit you right quick.
1: What you beefing about? Are you making us go,
6: hmm?
1: Shiloh Sanders, I didn't really notice him that much at Jackson State. He's a good football player, um, but he got a raw deal. That was not targeting on Saturday. And um, I, I'm really sort of beefing about refs again on that targeting call. I think they're too quick to call targeting on plays that are just good football plays. Okay. Carlos, uh, you're i
4: I'm making us go,
0: hmm. Well, I'm just kind of making us think a little bit, and, and I'm really just kind of coming off of Tim with the targeting, but I'm just looking at the way defenses play against quarterbacks. And – it's really just so unfair because you literally can hit the quarterback at his numbers and his waist. And and if you're hitting too hard or if you lay on him, then you get called. So you're seeing defensive players come to the quarterback and almost not know what to do. Right. So then if the quarterback's allowed – Another second or two to then make more plays, and I think it's really just unfair the way they're now calling or defensive players are anticipating what is going to be called against them. I think it's you know just a, such a disadvantage to the defense. Really not fair.
4: Okay,
5: uh, we are beefing. I'm making us go. Hmm. I'm going to continue to pile on the referee, and I think the Shiloh Sanders <laughs> ejection was bad. I mean, the NFL, certain quarterbacks get the luxury of getting certain calls while others don't. Um, targeting has gotten out of hand. Roughing the passes got out of hand. I mean, your guys are doing perfect technique to make these hits and tackles, and they're getting penalized for it. So how do you teach these guys at this point? All right. Liar. Beefing I'm making us go, hmm.
3: Well, I wanted to say something about the ref who finally told—he was told by the NBA that we need to call uh, more favorable fouls for Kobe because we need to, you know, for ratings to have him as a better player. Uh, and it seems like some of that's going on with the uh, the officiating in the uh, NFL. But I wanted to really talk about the UCLA chain game and what was going on at UCLA while they were out there playing. Looked like everybody from Colorado got robbed, I guess, of their jewelry and everything, um, which was kind of to be expected when they started flashing everything around. And I, I guess people took advantage of that in the locker room. So they're still investigating uh, all that uh, the jewelry stuff. Was Snoop Dogg on the sideline? <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. On the USC game. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Cerrone,
0: did their you, locker room got robbed? Is that what happened?
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Colorado
0: oh, locker room, room got robbed. Oh yeah.
4: You oh. only hear sure about it if it was at Jackson Jackson State.
3: Ooh, that's true. You're right. Yeah. So,
4: all right, uh, Doc.
6: You're beefing. I'm making us go. Mm. Uh. I think I'm beef a little bit. I, so, Carlos's take, I think he's 100% right. But the back end of that is the quarterback play in the NFL for the most part is terrible. So, with the with with exception of a handful of, of quarterbacks out there, most of the quarterbacks are not very good. And so I think what the NFL is trying to do is at least keep the ones that are halfway decent upright because once you go to, like, the second – like, like I know Minnesota, um, now that Kirk Cousins – I never even heard of the quarterback that's going to be, that was playing. So it's just like – it's just such a drop-off in quarterback play across the league that I, I, I have to assume that that's one of the reasons why they're trying to protect them so much.
4: Okay. Francis, uh, oh, you're beating or making us go hmm.
2: – um, I'm still on, uh, and it's, hmm, I'm not, oh, no, no, I'm beefing. Um, Taylor Swift made it to, to to Denver, and that's why they lost. And then the Broncos played her hit song after the game in the, in the stadium. So um, I was very surprised. I think it's been, what, 16 or 17 straight games. Kansas City has beaten the Broncos. So I'm glad that Russell Wilson has saved his Starting spot for at least one more week, but Taylor Swift, go home, please go home. That's that's my beef.
4: Presses, I, there, you know, we've been talking, and we just wonder if you're a little jealous of her new handshake, presses.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> jealous of her her handshake. And if she's in her thirties doing a handshake, she needs to sit down anyway. There comes a certain mm. point where you you put that up. But what do I know? Uh for the Ask <laughs> a deal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. uh uh-uh. um, hey. All
4: right, take what us out of that? here, Preston.
2: <laughs> That's it. Doc, I hope still said whatever um, Tim had for dinner, whatever he's eating, Tim, cook us some, um, you know, whatever that
4: <laughs> that was.
1: You, you weren't supposed to notice <laughs> that. Oh no! no. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I was going to mention the uh, Philadelphia 76 sixers left James Harden at home. Really? Yeah, I, I, he came I, to, I to the to the
2: Coliseum and he said they said go home. We got it when we yeah. go to Milwaukee.
4: And, uh, but they but he was on the bench last night though. He was, and he was dressed horribly. horribly. Oh yeah, that is, yeah. yeah man. Oh,
3: wow. I will take Ben Simmons back. Oh, and, and what's oh, what's wow. Curry's
2: dad? What's Curry's dad is Del. what's his name?
3: Del, Del. Del Curry. Del Curry.
2: Del, Del Curry showed up with his new girlfriend. Go sit down somewhere, Ooh, girl.
1: No, that's his wife. down,
2: Francis, that's his wife. Huh? They they they, they got, got married. Yes. Get out of here, duck.
3: Yeah, that was her. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm out now. I'm done for sure. <laughs> Tim has dropped. Will has dropped. You, you, you've ruined my night, Duck Riley. Um, oh, they got back Fais- together, right? <laughs> no, not his wife. No, no whoever the I little thought- girlfriend was, they, they, they've gotten married. Oh, is that what you were saying, Duck? Yes. Yes, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so um, they're dropping by Carlos Riley we'll Will. Will. Harris and then okay, so Larry Tisdale, have a great week, sir. Doc, have a great week and travel safely. Duck Riley. Thank you. For I will it. see you. You're welcome, you. sir. Travel safe. Um Doc,
0: where Doc, where
2: you you to be this weekend, man? He dropped. He's gone. He okay. he he's
4: he, yeah. I'm who does what's when
2: you play this week? Uh
4: Forty nine is a bron- I can- let me look at the schedule again.
2: That's okay. Your foot must hurt. You're on meds. Um, Larry Tisdale.
3: <laughs> Tell <laughs> Doc don't forget his isotoners. <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't forget his isotoners. That did it right
3: there.
2: <laughs> hey. All right guys. It's been real. Um, a shout out to rest who's been listening in the whole time. And, no, I'm not oh. letting them talk. <laughs> My All right. My you good. Good. Have a great week, guys. Right. Never had it so time. good. Safe? I'll see you All Thursday. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean t- tomorrow. Okay, man, Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. Never had it so good.
4: All right.